0: And thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Stowe Coffee Break. I'm Eric Cloward. How often do we compare ourselves with others? Why do we get so down on ourselves when someone else is better at something than us? In this week's episode, we're going to talk about comparison and how to get past the need to compare ourselves with others and hopefully to tame our inner critic. In episode 146, Fear is the Killer, I touched briefly on how one of the biggest fears in life is the fear of judgment. And while I was mostly referring to the judgments of others, in this episode I want to talk about self-judgment and comparing ourselves to others. For most of us, the person that judges us the most harshly is ourselves. Often when we want to try something that's outside of our comfort zone, that little voice in our head will tell us it's a bad idea or that we're stupid for even trying. And why is that? Why do we sabotage ourselves so much? I think it's because our brain's job is to keep us alive. It's not there to support our personal growth. It is not there to worry about our happiness. It's there to keep us alive. And because so much of our society is based upon status and how successful we are at certain things, I think that we've come to equate failing at something and not having a high status like that as something that's an existential threat, meaning it's actually something that might harm us. And that fear can stop us from even starting so many great projects and from accomplishing great things. Seneca said. No person has the power to have everything they want, but it is in their power not to want what they don't have, and to cheerfully put to good use what they do have. When I started this podcast, I was often worried that other people would think I was an imposter, that if I put out a podcast on stoicism, that they might not listen to me or think that I have anything to say because I don't have any credentials. I never went to college in philosophy or anything like that. But My partner, Jamie, reminded me that if all I was doing was talking about how these principles and these ideas impact me and what I've learned from them, then the only expertise that I needed was my own experience. And thankfully, I listened to her, and here we are, 148 episodes later, and thankfully, I've had so many great people reach out to me and tell me how much this podcast has impacted them. Basically, what I had to do was to get better about what I defined as success, and you know, talking about Seneca's quote up there, I put to good use what I actually had. So I have my voice, I have my ability to write, I, you know, all the different skills that I have, I used those the best that I could. And I didn't worry about, you know, trying to be as successful as like Tim Ferris, you know, in, in such a short time or anything like that. Because if I did that, if I put my idea of success, my measurements out there, that I needed to be as successful as Tim Ferris. Then I didn't hit 300 million downloads in just under a few years, then I would never be successful and I'd be very unhappy. So I learned to be happy with what I have. And that is a podcast that I can feel proud of, a podcast where I'm improving each week on my podcasting skills and I'm learning and growing as a person. And I'm connecting with so many great people each and every week. And so for me, this podcast has been a really big success. Now, one of the impacts of being so self-critical for me was that because I was insecure and because I didn't think I was all that great of a person, I would often talk way too much about myself in conversations with people because of that insecurity. I would tell all these stories about how great I was and all these things that I had accomplished because I was afraid they wouldn't like me otherwise and I really wanted them to like me. And deep down inside, I thought if I were just good at these things, then I'd be worthy of their love. Let's talk about how do we move past comparing ourselves with others? I think the first step is finding ways to look at the success of others as not being a judgment on us. Because the world is not a zero-sum game. Just because somebody else is successful at something does not mean that we're a failure. It does not mean that we lose. Contrary to what others might think and, or try to make us think, the world just isn't made that way. And just because somebody else is successful, we should be happy with that success. We should celebrate that success as well. We need to let go of that striving and posturing and the ego that makes us think that if somebody's doing better than us, then we're doing worse. When we do that, then we find joy in success of other people. William Irvine, the author of A Guide to the Good Life, The Ancient Art of Stoic Joy, says that we should be okay with our mistakes and learn to give out praise for the admirable traits that we see in other people. He says, you may be extremely reluctant to do that because in some way they are your competitors. But sometimes people do things that are worthy of praise. And to openly praise them in a certain culture is an act of courage because you're admitting that they're outplaying you in some way. I think that's so huge because when you can be honest about somebody else's success and celebrate that success, then it makes it a lot easier to be honest with yourself. When you can remove your ego from the equation and just be honest and very factual about their skill and do the same with your own skill, then you can simply look at it as a measurement of skill and not a judgment of whether or not you're a good or a bad person. The next big step which is still a hard one for me, is to remember that the only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. Ryan Holiday in Ego is the Enemy says, your potential, your absolute best you're capable of, that's the metric to measure yourself against. Your standards are, winning is not enough. People can get lucky and win. People can be assholes and win. Anyone can win. But not everyone is the best possible version of themselves. I love that. I love that how he talks about the. our goal is to be that best possible version of ourselves. And that means that we need to define what the best possible version of ourselves is and what is successful, uh, what is successful for us. And remember that that can't be dependent on things that are outside of your control. You can't control how good someone else is going to be at something. And when you compare yourselves to them, you're tying your success to something you can't control. You can only control yourself and your own skill. So the only real measure should be, are you improving? And remember that failing can also be improving as long as you're learning from it. Lastly, we need to have self-compassion. When you screw up, don't look at it as a failure of character. Look at it as being a fallible, imperfect human remember that your skill at something does not make you more or less worthy of love. And that's stoic a coffee break for today. Remember, be good to yourself, be good to others. And thanks for listening. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please head on over to my website, www.stoic.coffee. There you'll find a link to my Patreon page where your pledge can help me make and grow this podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, browse the Stoic reading list, and find previous episodes. I really appreciate your help in building this podcast, and thanks again for listening.